a sit down. As I said, this morning we're going to be thinking a bit about, this, about light and about the different functions of light. And Abby and Sam are going to come and read to us our Bible reading for this morning. Uh, the Bible reading is taken from Matthew's uh, Gospel, chapter 5. These guys are going to come up, uh, but the reading will appear on the screens uh, for you uh, as well. Thanks, guys. Could you take it away? reading is from Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 to 16 and you can find this on page nine, oh, 969 in the church bibles you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Thank you very much. That's Amen. brilliant. Well done. Wonderful. Thank you. So as I say, we're going to think a bit about light today, and light has lots of different purposes. We use light to do all sorts of things. Uh, now, some of you have got a bit of a head start on this, particularly if you go to the primary school, because some of these pictures I used with the primary school a little while ago. But I'm going to put you a picture of a very small part of a light of some form. It's very hard to tell. Um, and I wonder if you can work out, just talk to the person next to you, what that larger picture would be. Uh, just talk to the person next to you, see if you've got any idea what that might be. It's a type of light, and particularly its purpose. And whilst you're discussing that, I'm going to put this one up. Now, this is a different sort of light, but it has the same purpose. That might be a bit easier to work out. Now, does anybody know what this light is? What this is a, a close-up of? Perhaps somebody that didn't go to the primary school. <laughs> go on, Sam. Can you remember? Uh, it's not a candle, actually. This one, uh, but that might be something we have later. Who knows? I couldn't possibly say. Um, uh, it's very, very hard. This is a, pit, a light that you would get on a, on a stadium. Uh, it would light up a stadium. There you go. I mean, that was a bit harsh, wasn't it? What about this one? This one might be a bit easier. A bulb? I heard a bulb. It is a bulb. There we go. It's just a close-up of that. Now, the first purpose, the primary purpose of light, when we have light, the primary purpose of light is to take away all of the darkness. If it were dark outside and we turned off the lights in this building, we wouldn't simply stand here and go, darkness, go away, shoo away darkness, would we? we would turn on a light. In the same way as in a room, we turn on a room light. In a stadium at night, we turn on a stadium light. We use light to get rid of darkness. And that is also true of the light of Christ, of the light of God. It's true of God. It says in the Gospels uh, that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And when we think about the darknesses that there might be in this world, 
we can know that God's light will and does shine brightly in it. But there are other purposes that we have for lights as well. I wonder if anyone, again, talk to the person next to you, if you have any idea what this is. This might be a bit easier for some people. Talk to the person next to you, see if you work this one out. And also this one, there's a second one as well. See whether this one is any, if you can work out what this one is. Okay, I, this one's fairly easy. Anybody want to shout out what this one is? Cat's eyes, exactly right. So they light up a road a bit like that when you drive along it. What about this one? Might be a bit harder. We're in the wrong city for, for this sort of thing, really. Uh, it is indeed a runway light. There we go. Uh, uh, if I should have done something with a naval theme, really, shouldn't I? That would have been a bit easier, perhaps. Now, both of these types of light... Both the runway light and the road lights guide people. We use these lights to guide us. And again, that's true of God and of God's light. The psalm says that your word is a lamp for my feet, a light to my path. And God's light can also guide us in the places that we need to go. If we're struggling with a particular situation, we're really not sure what direction to take, We can pray and we can ask for God to guide us in that situation. But there are more purposes of light. I've got another one, don't worry. I've got not lots of these, but a few more. Uh, See whether you can work out what that is. I'm sure there are some people in this place that will know what that one is fairly easily. um, Because there's uh, people that love these things a lot. And as you're considering that, I'll give you another one in a second. What about this one as well? This is a different one, but... They have, although they're very different lights, you find them usually in the same place. And again, they have, the, relatively speaking, the same purpose as well. All right, anybody know what this one is? I thought this one was easy. Any ideas? You'll have to shout louder, go on. It's not a traffic light, no. One. Oh, I heard it over there. Bike lights. Exactly right. It is the light of a bike. It's not actually that light of a bike, but it is the light of a bike. It's what you would find on the back of a bike. What about this one? Hazard lights? Not hazard lights, although, again, you would find it in the same sort of area. It would have the same purpose. It's a good guess. Go on, Richie. Bike reflector. It's not a bike reflector, but, again, you'd find it on a road... It's some roadworks. It's the lights that you get for roadworks. Well done for those of you who guessed those. Now, those two lights, again, along with the hazard lights, along with the bike reflector, along with some of the other things, the principal purpose of all of those lights is to warn us of things that we need to be careful of, things that we need to be aware of. And again, God's light can work like this as well. In Corinthians, Paul tells us, don't... um, not that one. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. And there's another form of light that sometimes fits into this category. I've not got a, a, um, a close-up of this, but that is a lighthouse. 
Now, sometimes, we're not doing it today, sometimes we sing a song here called My Lighthouse. And I'm sure that there are people here that really, really, really love that song. I'm afraid I'm not one of them. Um, And it annoys me a little bit, and it mostly annoys me because of the line, My Lighthouse, My Lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. When was the last time you followed a lighthouse? You don't follow lighthouses, you avoid them. The whole purpose of the light on a lighthouse is to guide you away from darkness. I've tried to write to the Wren Collective who wrote it to say, why don't you change it to, you will guide me, but they've not replied, oddly. I don't know, I don't know why. The whole purpose of the lighthouse is not to follow the light, but to be guided by it, to be warned by it. Now, the imagery of a, of a lighthouse isn't a bad one, but singing I will follow you isn't ideal. Now, get off my soapbox. Now, now God does also warn us of things, to be careful of things through his words. So the light, as we said, has got lots and lots of different purposes. But it doesn't just say that, it doesn't say in this passage that he is the light of the world, although it does say that elsewhere in scripture. Our beautiful doors that you will have all walked through this morning say... I am the light of the world as you walk in through them. And as we leave, it reminds us that we are the light of the world. And when we follow Jesus, when we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit of God comes and lives literally inside us. Paul writes in his letter over 150 times that God lives in us. And that means that we can and we need to be light when the darkness is around us. We can bring light into dark situations. We can use the light that we carry to guide other people as well. And we can use the light that we carry to warn other people. In the same way as we can have our darknesses removed, we can be guided, we can be warned. We can offer that light to others as well. But this passage also talks a bit about salt as well. Now, um, Jess, my other half, really loves salt. I do not. Uh, It's not very nice. Uh, But... Uh, The purpose of salt is to bring flavor to the food uh, that we have. Now, if we don't realize that we are salt, that we're called to live in a particular way, to live differently to the world, or we forget that God's light is in us, we end up being pretty ineffective. As the passage says, we end up losing our saltiness, or it's like putting our light under a bowl. Now, there are lots of ways we can do that. The most important one is to pray that God would shine his light through us more into the world. And we spent this last year largely thinking about the fact that God has called us to make him the heart of South Sea. That's exactly what we're aiming to do, to carry his light into the world. But this might feel a bit daunting to some of us. And it brings me to my final purpose uh, for light this morning, my final picture, uh, uh, my final one for you to talk to somebody. What's this one of? Uh, The clue may have been given away uh, a little while ago. Go on, somebody just said it, a candle. It is exactly a candle. Because we also use light, especially on candles, when we celebrate as well. And Jesus tells us that we don't need to fear darkness because God is so much bigger. Now, I personally believe that the best film ever made is Disney's The Lion King. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. I'm sorry about that. Um, but uh, but it's, uh, it's good for you to know that, I'm sure. Disney's Lion King is, uh, is the best film ever made. And one of my favorite clips of the film uh, is actually um, part of the film where Simba, the prince, 
uh, goes into the elephant's graveyard and is suddenly chased by some hyenas. Now, it's a place of darkness. It's a place which might be daunting. It's a place where Simba might be afraid. Let's just watch this 30 seconds together of this uh, clip from The Lion King. Oh, we've got some more volume. There we go. Wait for more volume. Um, just one second. I wonder if the output on the PC is wrong. Sorry, one second. We should have tested that before. <laughs> I'm sure you have all seen The Lion King. If you haven't, you absolutely have to go home and, uh, and, and watch it this afternoon. It's a, it's a required viewing. Should we try again? There we go. Thanks, Nick. Now, the first time that Simba roars in that scene, it's pretty ineffective, isn't it? It's quite quiet, and they laugh at him for it. But then the second time, his dad roars with him. See where I'm going with this? Because he is a prince, because he is a son of the king. We don't need to be daunted. We don't need to be scared, because God, who is with us, is so much bigger than any darkness that is in the world. One of my favorite verses uh, in, the, in the New Testament is 1 John 4. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And Jesus tells us again that this is true, uh, that we have his light with us. And so this week, especially as perhaps people around us focus on things that are dark, we can celebrate the fact that we have his light in us, that we carry his light, that we take his light into situations. And um, we can do that in lots of different ways. Uh, we have, for those who are younger in primary school or below, we've got some light party at home bags, uh, which we'd love to give you on your way home. Uh, they've got all sorts of activities and things in them. Uh, we'll hand those to you on the way out. Just a word about those. It says in there, read a book, but the books didn't arrive. So there's a sheet in there instead to read. That should be fairly obvious. Uh, if you're in secondary school, uh, then we'd love to invite you to the light party after hours. That'll be here at church. Uh, and you can either talk to, you can talk to me at the end of that, and I'll point you in the right direction to sign up for that. It'd be great for you to join us. If you're a bit old for light party bags or light parties themselves, I'm not sure anybody's too old for the Lion King. Watch that. That's a great way to celebrate light. But if you're a bit old for that, then pray. Pray that God's light would shine in you and in your communities, in your homes, in your schools or your workplaces as well. Why don't we do that prayer now? Will you stand with me? We're going to sing again together in a moment. Let's stand together. Lord Jesus, we praise you that you are the light of the world. We praise you that you are the way, the truth, and the life. We pray that we would know your light, your hope, your joy, your presence in us, that we would know you shining and brightly and dispelling any darkness, that we would know you're guiding and you're leading, 
that we would know you warning us. And we pray that you would use us to shine your light into the darkness, to guide and to warn, that we would carry your light into this world, and that we would do all things knowing that we are your children, deeply loved by you, that we carry your presence with us. Come, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. We're going to sing again. The first of the songs has got actions to it. The second doesn't. Um, you're welcome to use instruments and uh, ribbons and things during the songs if you like.